Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. It is, uh, I'll just say, Mother's Day. Mother's Day weekend. Not birthing person's day weekend, not uh, pregnancy slaves weekend, as Joy Reid would like to say, because, you know, she didn't get her way with Roe v. Wade. So, uh, you know, they're not going to call moms moms anymore. They're going to call them victims of uh, sexual assault or, you know, whatever. Anyway, I speak from experience because I am an adopted kid and my mother was actually sexually assaulted but decided to have me. But anyway, uh, it is uh, Mother's Day weekend, so I hope you have a uh, wonderful weekend. I'm going to uh, actually uh, go visit my mom. uh, her uh, her grave, actually. This weekend is the second year that she has not been with us and uh, the first time that I've been to see her grave. So uh, I'm uh, looking forward to... Uh to the time, the solace, and, uh, and reconnecting with her because she was the greatest influence of my life. And if you got your mom, enjoy your mom, okay? Enjoy your mom because uh, moms are uh, spectacular. My, my wife is a mom. We have two children, which makes her a mom. She's not a birthing person. She's a mom. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. My wife is a mom. But uh, anyway, yeah. It is uh, obviously Mother's Day weekend. Uh, here's a number, guys. It's 800-922-6680. Obviously, Title 42 ended uh, last night, and there's a massive rush on the border. Joe Biden's uh, uh, DHS secretary is more concerned about uh, uh, disinformation than uh, taking care of the border, who literally has presided over the uh, failure of the border. He is a man who has no soul. He has no uh, common sense. He has uh, no uh, shame because he has literally i have never seen if you've seen anybody and, and this is maybe the democrats ushering in kind of this new way to lead which is people who have no shame even when they know the job they're doing is wrecking everything so there are people who not only uh, uh like like uh, our, our vice president who's done nothing please name something that our vice president has done since she was named the vice president and since she was named the border czar name one thing she has done well, what we know is that the southern border is completely overrun. It is, a, it, is, it is the worst thing we've ever experienced in our lives. We have never been invaded like this, and we are being invaded. This isn't just people coming across the border to work at slaughterhouses and do the jobs that Americans won't do. These are Chinese nationals. These are Middle Eastern. These are people coming, being emptied out of prisons in Venezuela and whatnot. This is an attempt to take down our country. It is. And if you don't realize all of the madness of the last two years is, is here for a reason, and that reason is to wreck 
the country is founded, then you need to wake the hell up. Because that's exactly what is going on. It is unmistakable. Most people know this. Most patriotic Americans who love the country know that some people are in charge of this country who really, really hate this country. They want to fundamentally change it. And this is 1,000% related to that promise from Barack Obama in 2008. I want to go to Tariq in Ellicott City, Maryland. He's been waiting, wants to talk about this. Tariq, my brother, good to hear from you again. What's going on? Yes, uh, I want to introduce myself. My, uh, my personal pronoun is molecule, and I am a birthed person. You are a birthed person. That's good. To be a male. You were born. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> now, uh, I was very pleased to hear you moments ago mention the, the, the holy name of Barack Obama. Because yeah. he is behind all of this. Okay. Why hasn't he spoken out, perhaps over the last 12 to 24 months, about this, this situation that threatens our country? Because he wants it. This is his objective. Of course. Of course. He and his liberal friends are merchants of misery. That's what they want to do, to lower the quality of life, whether yeah. it's gasoline prices or the internal combustion engine or gas stoves, or having the country overrun, or foreign policy. They want to create suffering. And I'm speaking now to the rest of the radio audience who voted for Barack Hussein Obama. Our blood is on your hands, Mr. and Mrs. America. Mr. Obama won the election because of you, and now he's destroying the country very effectively, as our radio host just pointed out, merchants of misery. Yeah, you know, you don't, you know, Tariq, why I know the Democrat Party wants to destroy America? Because I'm not stupid. Because you're not stupid. Because I'm not stupid. Yeah, it's yeah. fairly obvious. It's fairly obvious. The, 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 the amazing thing is, although I don't believe that Mr. Biden won the last election, so you can call me a knuckle-dragger, or uh, not you personally, but... People can call me whatever names they want. Or 75% of Trump voters, but go ahead. Because I'm not stupid, okay? <laughs> um, the, the problem is all Barack Hussein Obama, and Mr. Biden won at least 50 million votes. I mean, it wasn't that three people voted for him and then they stole the election. No, it was tens of millions of people did not have the intelligence to see through He's not an empty suit. He's uh, an empty piece of underwear. He's zero. <laughs> an absolute zero. And this is what Obama wants. And this is the plan. Destroy America. Now, how would, you, how would you reach the conclusion that it would be good to destroy America? The most successful country in the history of the world, a, a country filled with loving kindness, who treats its, its citizens beautifully. Now, I'm not saying we're perfect, because we're not. No country is perfect. Uh, perfection is not an achievable goal. But look at what we've accomplished. And those people who want to criticize America, I challenge you, give me the names of three, four, five countries that are better, that are doing the job of civilization better than we are.
Well, I will tell you, Tariq, if it weren't for the United States of America, China would still be feudal. So would uh, so would Japan. Uh, Europe would still be uh, living in the, the 18, uh, 1890s. State people would still be going outside and crapping in a in a uh, shed outside of their house. There wouldn't be airplanes. There wouldn't be electricity. There wouldn't be this. I mean, even if, if there were, it would have been greatly, greatly slowed. Uh, the United States of America has been the greatest individual uh, engine of individual uh, freedom. Uh, and prosperity in the history of the world. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Europe uh, literally wallowed for a thousand years in mediocrity from the Roman times through through uh, uh, ancient uh, London and whatnot, and, and they, they wallowed in it. They wallowed in it, and it took the United States to turn everything around, to turn everything upside down, and it is only accelerated, and it is only accelerated. And the class of 1968, the progeny of Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn, uh, uh, Barack Obama uh, and all of those who've gone through academia and been uh, subjected to this America hate nonsense. They got out of college. They got into the workforce. They took over places like Twitter and Facebook. And here's we are where we are today. And they reached their zenith. The class of 1968 has reached their zenith. We are seeing what they're trying to do is, I like to say the left dies like movie vampires. Meaning, as they see the writing on the wall, they start dragging and clawing and trying to pull everyone into hell. And that's what they're doing with this southern border. That's what they're doing with schools. That's what they did with the, all of the COVID nonsense, all of the all of the insanity regarding COVID. That's what it was all about. People who hate America, who have waited for 40 years to finally take it down. And, and it was appearing to work. And then some things happened. Donald Trump became the president for four years. Then... Uh, 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 then after after he left office, they were able to get him out of office, bring in Joe Biden, who, honestly, wow, really Joe Biden. They were able to get away with completely dominating the media. Uh, we got a guy come in and buy Twitter, and then everything has been upside down since then. So yep. the, the butt is off the rose. People see this, and what they're going to do with it, and it may even come to some sort of force against the American people. I don't know. But they're going to do anything they can to uh, to turn this around, to save the advancements that they've made in destroying the country and destroying the economy, destroying the intersect energy sector, et cetera. They're going to do their level best. But we have got to say, hell no. We've got to fight this. We've got to make it very clear to all of our lawmakers that they either get their asses in gear with regard to the southern border, with regard to what the American people are screaming at them to save the country, or they're going to get their asses thrown the hell out of Washington, D.C. There was a fella in World War II who worked in Berlin. I think his name was Adolf something or other. Yes, He was responsible for the deaths of, I don't know, tens of millions of people, 10 million, 20 million, whatever it is. I don't believe he killed a single person by himself. There were enablers. There were participants. There were people who cooperated with him. They followed orders. That's what's going on right here. Mr. Obama is sitting somewhere in Washington right now, uh, smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer and just just enjoying himself that hundreds of thousands of people are in the process of coming across the border. He didn't he's not doing this by himself. He's doing it with 50 million people who voted for Obama, uh, 50 million who voted for Biden. Really, those were the numbers who voted for him, not more. But they enabled this destruction of our country. 
and I'm not happy about it. Yeah, We've I'm, got I'm a with good you. thing going over here, and they're trying to destroy it. You, you cut off our supply of energy with the pipeline on the first day of your administration. <laughs> this is insane, but 50 yeah. million people voted for insanity, yeah. and that's what we're dealing with. Yeah, I got you, buddy. Thank you. Thanks for the phone call. I had a dream dream last night I wanted to share with you. The reason this is all happening is because Michelle Obama and Mrs. Trump, Melania Trump, are the same person. You never see them together at the same event. Did you ever? Boy, I'd I'd venture to say that uh, uh, Michelle Obama has nothing to do with uh, with uh, uh, Melania Trump. Uh, uh, Not no, not even. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for the phone call, dude. I appreciate it. All right. That's a weird dream. I, I don't know what kind of dream you're having there, buddy. I'm not sure what kind of the fence you're uh, standing on there, but uh, whatever. That's fine. Uh, but but uh, well said. So two more buses of uh, 70 migrants from the Texas border dumped at Kamala Harris's doorstep in D.C. It's not going to make any difference. So Greg Abbott has sent uh, 17,000 people to D.C., New York City, uh, Chicago, and Philadelphia. And that's, and that's uh, a stopgap measure. You know, that's that's something that, uh, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis tried. Ron DeSantis sent a bunch of people up to uh, to uh, Martha's Vineyard. And, of course, they couldn't stay. They had a little pizza party, and they booted them out because there are a bunch of uh, liberals up there who uh, don't want anything to do with brown people unless they have a leaf blower attached to their back. And, uh, and that's not going to work. The only thing that's going to work is shutting down the damn border. The only thing that's going to work is to shut down the border and then hold those who allowed this to happen responsible uh, for everything, for everything from uh, the malfeasance with regard to the, uh, the uh, COVID uh, response in our country to all of the COVID fraud holding China responsible and our southern border. Some people are going to have to pay for this. Some people are going to have to pay for all of this. And we are going to have to have a plan of action uh, to turn this country around. Um, anyway, I've got more on this. Uh, Frank, you hold on. You'll be up next. 800-922-6680. I've got some audio from April Ryan. Yesterday, at the, uh, at the, to show you what kind of a uh, dimwit she is, she literally brought up something that had been dispelled. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas literally had to, uh, he had to uh, tell her that the thing about whipping Haitian migrants was not true. He had to tell her. She still believed it. Oh, yeah, and she was still wearing a mask. All right, to show you how in touch our, our media is. Then we're going to move into uh, what's going on with regard to the, uh, the investigation of the Biden family and their criminal, criminality. Uh, all of that is coming up. This is a Friday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. He's the best thing to come out of Iowa since Superman and Captain Kirk. It's the Rob Carson Show. So yesterday, the state of Missouri signed into law a, uh, a bill that uh, will not allow minors to get uh, sex change operations, can't get uh, uh, hormones, you can't get surgery and all of that stuff. So what does Kansas City do? Well, Kansas City, I've lived in Kansas City for eight years, and Kansas City now has another idiot mayor, and uh, and I've seen Kansas City descend into hell. Uh, Kansas City, uh, originally I came to Kansas City in 1990 doing an internship. Uh, they brought back downtown Kansas City, the power and light district and all of that, got a new area. Airport. Uh, since I've been here, they won two Super Bowls. They won a World Series and the whole deal. And now uh, the city officials voted on a resolution to declare sanctuaries for people seeking or providing gender-affirming care to minors. Okay, Kansas City defying state lawmakers who voted a day early to ban such care for minors and restrict it for some adults. 
So uh, the committee signed off to the resolution, says the city will not prosecute or find any person or organization that seeks, provides, receives, or helps someone to receive gender-affirming care, such as puberty blockers, hormones, or surgery. Uh, it also states that if the state passes a law or resolution that imposes criminal or civical, civic uh, punishments, fines, or professional sanctions in such cases, personnel in Missouri's largest city will make enforcing these requirements their lowest priority. So what I would like to say to you, despite the fact that Kansas City has a brand new multi-billion dollar airport, two, two championship football teams getting the World Cup coming to Kansas City, uh, what I would suggest is you don't come to Kansas City. You boycott the snot out of Kansas City. I live here. Boycott the hell out of them. Boycott Kansas City. If you, if you plan on coming to Kansas City, cancel your plans. Go somewhere else. If they're going to try this nonsense, they did this, by the way, in St. Louis, Barnes Hospital. It's a big, I had an ex-girlfriend who uh, went there when she was a kid, and they, they've been performing transgender surgeries on children. Boycott it. Don't come to Kansas City. You know, I, I'm not going to drive into Kansas City. Uh, I'll, I'll stick in the hinterlands. I'll stay in, the, in the Johnson County, uh, and I will not give a damn dime to Kansas City if they're going to do this sort of crap to our children. And one day we're going to wake up from this nonsense and we're going to go, what the hell were we thinking? Giving children puberty blockers, telling four-year-olds that they can be the opposite gender, having healthy breath tissue removed from teenage girls. The doctors who've done this, the counselors who've suggested it, the endocrinologists who've prescribed the puberty blockers, they all will have to be held accountable for all of this nonsense. By the way, the Economist YouGov 2023 Trust in Media survey came out this week. Did you know about that? The new survey shows 29% of U.S. adults describe Newsmax as trustworthy or very trustworthy. So this is a bellwether time for media. You know this as well as I do. We have discovered uh, well, CNN you can't trust, MSNBC you can't trust, CNN for seven years ripped on Donald Trump, said Donald Trump was the worst thing in the history of mankind. 97% of the coverage of Donald Trump has been negative. They didn't uh, come back and apologize for the Russia collusion hoax. Nothing. They just let it go. And lo and behold, seven years later, CNN has a town hall, and they have more viewers than they have in years, five times the normal number of people who watch CNN. And now CNN and all of the sycophantic press are trying to make you think that was bad. That Donald Trump just got on there and spewed a bunch of lies. They hate the fact that so many people tuned in to hear what he had to say. And I'll also venture to say, probably changed a lot of minds. But they're going to say he did a terrible job. They're going to say that he lied, 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 lied through the entire performance but the one thing they can't explain away is why so many people watched his appearance on CNN, despite CNN essentially saying, hey, we've got Hitler on Wednesday. Make sure to watch it. So there you go. Newsmax overall trustworthiness increasing among the public, growing 24% from in March 2022 to 29% in the new study. And the reason being is, you know, you know this as well as I do. Uh, many of us were uh, felt betrayed by uh, Fox News uh, on a certain night in November in 2020. Uh, and then uh, we've held on to some degree uh, to different Fox hosts. We've seen the uh, erosion of trust in them ebb. And the last person standing essentially was Tucker Carlson. 
And what did they do? Despite him having the highest ratings of any day part, they got rid of him. Does that sound kind of familiar? Does that sound a little bit like CNN inviting Donald Trump on, having the highest ratings they've had in years, five times their normal average, so they got to get rid of it? they got to paint him in a bad way. Kind of like they did with, uh, with Donald Trump. Kind of like they've done with Tucker Carlson. They had all these uh, you know, videotapes of him and emails with him, and it was all terrible and all that, and they tried to wreck him. Same dynamic, guys. I told you this the other day. All right, a little bit more from the southern border. I want to get to that April Ryan cut. And then also, uh, people in Chicago and New York are angry about busting in all these illegals. This is The Rob Carson Show. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. What part of abuses and usurpations do you not understand? It's the Rob Carson Show. Come on. Never get tired of Led Zeppelin. Never, 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 never. Here's the number, guys, if you want to chime in, 800-922-6680. April Ryan who uh, is a uh, White House correspondent, used to work for PBS, I believe. She works for the Grio. She is uh, uh, bat guano crazy leftist. Literally uh, a year after the Biden administration said that U.S. authorities on horseback, border officials on horseback, whipped Haitian migrants back in 2021 uh, and, and has never relented, never recanted the fact that they were just using their bridles. When you ride a horse, and I hate riding horseback, by the way, I, I just do not like it. I've done it. I've taken care of horses. I hate it. I don't like riding an animal that weighs 2,000 pounds. It could crush me like a grape. No interest in riding a horse. That said, there's a thing on a horse called a bridle. There's a bit that goes in their mouth, and then you got this little rope that goes around, and you, you tug on either side to get them to go, and you say yee, and you say hi, and you say this, and you say that, and then that's it. And so these guys were whipping either side of the horse to get them to uh, behave, to round up these people who are coming across illegally. And somebody saw a picture and said, oh, black people and bridles made of leather. It must mean they're whipping them like slaves. And it was stupid. And this is what the, this is what the mainstream media does. They never went back and said, hey, uh, Mr. President, or hey, Alejandro Mayorkas, are you going to apologize to those, those guys on the border who you uh, laid off? And, and you gave them paid leave, and you never apologized for anything, even though you were completely wrong, even though they were doing the job. And I can't even imagine what it's like to be a border agent right now, to feel so worthless in your job, knowing that you're watching your government tell you to do the opposite of what you swore to do. I can't even imagine what it's like. But here's this little person, April Ryan, literally 
uh, I don't know. I don't know how out of touch you are to bring something up a couple years later that had been disproven while she sits in the press corps wearing a mask, wearing a COVID mask still. The only person there wearing a COVID mask. I don't know if she's got some sort of illness, could be mental. But anyway, here is April Ryan. And, and the lie was so gigantic for her that even the little toady, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, precious, I need the precious, even he had to set her right. Whipped with the reins or the horses. But what is there? Well, let me just uh, correct you right there, because actually the investigation concluded that the whipping did not occur. Really, I don't think I even heard you say that. I don't think I heard that. I also do not believe, I've never heard it out of his mouth. Uh, I can look it up, maybe he did, I didn't see it, and I've never heard an apology. Sorry, I saw it differently. They were whipped with something from the horse. No, 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 they weren't. It's been disproven. You are wrong. Range from a horse. I, I, maybe the, the video or the picture was fixed, but what I saw was totally different. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to leave you as uh, 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 corrected. Yeah, she, this is how bad our media is. That something that can be uh, disproven. This shows how out of touch this person is sitting in the White House press room bringing up an untruth. Uh, acting like it's fact, then when the person who's in charge of it says, no, no, that's been disproven, saying, well, that's not what I saw. My Lord. Black residents of Chicago's South Shore community not happy about plans for a migrant respite center in their neighborhood. What did I say about the Democrat Party? What did I say about the Democrat Party and black people? I know this is harsh. The Democrat Party makes all of these promises. They say everything's going to be better. The schools are going to be better. Uh, they say that they're going to get this and they're going to get that. You know, maybe it's a reparations check now to, to erase 50 years of bad policy that has destroyed the black community. And then what happens? Then Election Day rolls around. They leave money on the dresser, get up and leave. And now we've seen the ultimate of that, literally, <clears throat> in cities like Baltimore and Chicago. 50, 60 years of Democrat leadership. And right now, I'm not sure if the inner city black community could descend any further into poverty and violence. 50 years into this. It is sickening. This is a, a guy, uh, a citizen journalist at a uh, nice hotel in Chicago. And he decides to go to this nice hotel in Chicago. None of you knew this. <clears throat> there are a lot of these uh, NGOs, these non-government organizations, supposedly charities, ostensibly, who are getting a bleep ton of money to uh, disseminate uh, and dispend, dispend all of these illegals into our country. And they're literally going to cities and they'll like buy an old building for a dollar and the state will just give it to them and then they'll pump them in with thousands and thousands of dollars and, and they'll buy out hotels so illegals can stay there while homeless people urinate on the street and, and sleep with, next to a shopping cart. So this guy goes up to this uh, their very nice hotel in Chicago and he's like, I'm going to go in and see if I can get a room here. But you see, government money has already bought out the hotel for illegals. Where are you from? Uh, Venezuela. Venezuela. Uh, and so, and what are you doing here? Uh, I know I speak English. You resident. I am no resident. I'm not a resident. I, I, I see what you're saying. He's trying wow. to go in. Well, how about that? He's trying okay. to go to the lobby of a hotel. Well, this is well why not? Because it's private. Yeah, he says you can't come into the hotel because it's private. No, this is a hotel. 
It's closed. It's closed. It's closed. It's closed. No, I just saw some people go, go inside. You it's closed for you. Well, why can't you I cannot come in? in? It's closed for you. Why it's is it closed, closed for, for you? Why is it closed for me, though? I don't understand. This is a private area, so therefore it's private. Yeah, it's private all of a sudden. It's private all of a sudden. Your tax money is putting up illegals in this country who have no, no uh, promise to assimilate, no promise to uh, learn about our country and swear allegiance to the Constitution. Just give them a freaking hotel room in a five-star hotel. While you and me, we couldn't afford to live there. New York City. I remember I went to I go to New York I've been a couple times and uh, and and I couldn't afford to go to New York City. Five hundred. I remember one night it was like four hundred dollars uh, on a Tuesday for the hotel room, and then on Friday it's suddenly a thousand dollars a night. And yet New York City has paid for tens of thousands of hotel rooms for illegals. Unbelievable. People aren't too happy about uh, illegals being uh, shipped around. Here is the report, actually, from a Chicago South Shore neighborhood with all of the people of color who, uh, honestly, the Democrat Party has tread on. The, the schools in Illinois, hundred I think it's 113 schools, high schools, nobody can read at grade level or do math. And yet, after all of that abuse, what they're going to do? They're going to take one of the schools... And they're going to turn it over to illegals so they can stay there. And people aren't too happy about it. important is that we really establish that this is a humanitarian crisis. And we're here. South Shore residents responded with resounding rejection. While this crisis may constitute an emergency for the city of Chicago, it does not constitute an emergency for the South Shore community. Incoming migrants have overwhelmed district police stations by the hundreds. It's my turn. It's my turn. Hello. But city leaders could barely eke out a word of the details about a proposed respite center at the former South Shore High School. When it comes to the total number of people at South Shore at any given point in time, it is fluid. We'd start with 250, 500. How could you do that without consulting us? I am concerned with safety in the area. Because they don't care about you and me. You are East Palestine, Ohio. You are. You're the rabble. You're the proletariat. They are the bourgeois. They invite their friends to the party. You stay outside. They dine on filet mignon. You eat the crumbs. That's the way it has been for years and years and years in Washington, D.C. And that's what the Democrat Party has done to you and me. This is Mike Carter from Newsmax. They're doing the same thing in New York. Uh, New York City is supposed to be a sanctuary city. Eric Adams says, come on in, man. Bring us. You're tired. You're poor. You're hungry. Everybody. And then realizes, oops, we can't take care of them. So let's send them to other parts of the state. Well, the people in the other parts of the state aren't too happy about it. This city has always been a sanctuary city, and we've always managed those who wanted to come to That's uh, Eric Adams. New York City to pursue the American dream. On Wednesday night, officials in Orange County, New York, were told by New York City Mayor Eric Adams' office that no migrants would be bused to their community until further notice. But on Thursday morning, migrant buses started arriving in Orange County. Now officials and residents here in adjacent Rockland County are saying enough is enough. Mr. Adams made a lot of noise about we're going to be a sanctuary city. Well, Eric, you bit off more than you can shoot. They don't have the money, so they're trying to stick it up here. Passing the buck. 
Yep. Plain and simple, passing the buck. The city at least is getting federal funding by declaring a sanctuary city. We aren't. We're not getting any federal funding, uh -oh. so it's going to the burden is going to be on me, the taxpayer. We're going to infiltrate in, in the area and create crime. He shouldn't be sending people there. That's not his job. I don't even think he really has the power to do that. Because I'm from here, and I just recently got home from prison, and I don't have a place to stay. So they're not going to too bad. So sad. You are an American citizen. You don't get anything. Put you in a hotel, but they're going to put these in, in a hotel. Both Orange and Rockland counties have already issued state of emergencies when it comes to this migrant busing crisis. Rockland County Executive Ed Day even going so far as to say police will stop these buses at the border before they have a chance to enter these communities. I told you we're at a boiling point. I told you this this is getting worse and and this Title 42 expiration and the bullcrap lies around it like they're suddenly concerned about it. Joe Biden guys went for 2 years without saying the word fentanyl. He didn't say the word fentanyl till his freaking state of the union address. He didn't say the word fentanyl until his state of the union address. 70,000 people have died from fentanyl poisoning in the last year and it's poisoning it's not ODs. Chinese Communist Party dis disguises fentanyl as prescription drugs. Kids think, oh, you know what, I'm going to get one of mom's uh, whatevers, or I'm going to get a Xanax, or I'm going to get a, you know, uh, whatever the hell it is. And, and what they do is they'll go on uh, online and they'll find somebody, hey, man, I just need one Xanax. I just need one Vivance. And, and you get the Xanax or the Vivance, and it has a lethal dose of fentanyl in it. And you know what the largest group of people who are dying for fentanyl overdose, you want to know the biggest demo right now is? 12 to 18 years old. What the hell kind of country are we if we allow this? What, what kind of people are in charge of our country who are cool with this? What kind of country do we live in where these non-government organizations can get millions of dollars and they can take un, un, uh, uh, kids without their parents who come across the border, and they can say, hey, man, we're looking for host families or whatever, and they get uh, literally people who work for the drug kingpins to say, yeah, we'll take them over here, and the government doesn't even question, sends them to stay there where they're sold and where they spend their lives as mules for the drug cartels or as sex slaves until their debt to the smugglers is paid off. That's what's happening. Do you want to live in that country? Do you want to be ruled by these people? Because I'm getting sick and damn tired of it. And then to add insult to injury, here is Alejandro Mayorkas, the little toady who needs to be impeached, then he needs to be indicted, then he needs to spend some time in jail. Here he is talking about how these are all people who are just coming here to work, and then they're going to make money, and they're going to send it back to the hell holes they came from. Yeah, essentially. What is the economic cost of your broken immigration system? Since there are... Uh, you broke it. ...businesses around this country that are desperate for workers. There are desperate workers looking for jobs. It, desperate workers in foreign countries that are looking for jobs. Well, you know, that's too bad. Uh, how about this? How about an idea? How about tell your leaders to make your country suck less? How about that? How about having a talk with the leaders of these third world hellholes? And I'm calling third world hellholes. Venezuela, hellhole.
All right? How about tell them, um, adopt some American principles so you don't bleed out your most valuable resource, which is your people. And how about uh, looking at the United States and realizing what the Constitution did to create this engine of individual and economic freedom? How about that? Here's more from uh, Mayorkas. In the United States, where they can earn money lawfully and send much-needed remittances back home. What is the cost of a broken immigration system? That is the question that I am asked, and that is the question that I pose. You broke it, and you've uh, you've uh, uh, presided over. By the way, uh, Labor Department has recently released alarming photos showing children as long as a uh, young as thirteen working in hazardous c- jobs in Grand Island, Nebraska. I'm I'm from the Midwest. When I was a kid, uh, if you wanted a job and you didn't have you had a high school education, uh, you worked at the slaughterhouse because that was the best money. That was the best money. It was union stuff, I guess. But I remember it was pretty big money. It's a terrible job. Well, those people have been uh, replaced. For instance, at uh, these uh, Packers Sanitation Services, they found 100 children between the ages of 13 and 17 working in hazardous occupations and overnight shifts. And by the way, they're changing the laws in states like Iowa and Minnesota to allow children to work. Yeah. It's time to take our country back. Let's take a break. This is The Rob Carson Show. Joe Biden has always been a punchline. Now he's just a joke. It's The Rob Carson Show. Uh, by the way, if you want to check out the podcast of the show, please go to Newsmax.com slash listen. And then also I do a TV show <clears throat> on Newsmax, which is uh, becoming uh, wildly popular. It's called Rob Carson's What in the World. It is on uh, this weekend, uh, Saturday night at 8, Sunday at uh, 2 in the afternoon, both Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we just finished editing and everything uh, for the weekend. And uh, you will do a spit take. It's a real Really, really, really funny, fast-paced, awesome show. Not only humorous, but everything in the uh, in the show is truthful, and everything makes a point. Sometimes it's a silly point. Sometimes it's a very serious point. But it's called Rob Carson's "What in the World." You should check it out. Let's go to Ken in San Jose. Hello, Ken. Welcome to the Rob hey, Carson Rob. Show. What's going on, bro? Hey, Rob. Thanks. Hey, uh, there's another huge, huge voting block of Democrat constituents that the Democrats leave money on the dresser after the night of the election, and that is the blue-collar union tradesmen. I happen to be one of them, and I happen to be Mexican. My grandfather came through legally, uh, and anyway, we're here. So they have, uh, Democrats have asked us, the bosses of the unions, have asked us to vote year after year after year for Democrats. They send us the voting cards, who the, who the candidates are, and so on. These are the same Democrats that have allowed this open border. As a result, these immigrants, illegal immigrants, come over, go to work for non-union companies, and are displacing massive amounts of blue-collar union jobs. It could be an electrician, plumber, roofer, you name it. We've been decimated, decimated by this. I, I, I see it all the time. And, uh, yeah. I see it and all the time. And, and voting block. They need to, they, the, the Republican candidates need to get on the mountaintop and scream this to this huge voting block that are being decimated. And Absolutely. And I'm a Mexican-American. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Ken. Uh, you know, my family, the lion's share, my family are blue-collar. Uh, my nephew, he, uh, he in the wintertime, he removes snow. In the summertime, he puts in uh, uh, sprinkler systems in lawns. He busts his ass every single day. My brother Dwight, he passed away a few years ago, blue-collar worker. Americans will do those jobs. They will do those yeah. jobs. It's just, it's well, ridiculous. How much for Lunch Bucket Joe and a union supporter 
it's a it's a fraud. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not even connected with the American people or the working class. He's never worked in the working class. He's never. He had a lifeguard job in high school, and then he's been a politician ever since. Thanks for the call, bro. Let's go to Rob uh, in Richmond, Virginia. Hello there, Rob. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Thank you, sir. Um, I just, you know, wanted to point out how interesting it is that, you know, these Democrats up in Rockland County and Orange County and, you know, obviously over in the South Shore, you know, they put, they voted for all these people and it was all fine and well. And then now all of a sudden when this when the illegal immigration problem that has been screamed about now for the last 20 to 30 years. OK, now that it's in their front yard, not even their backyard, it's in their front yard now that it's touching them. Now they're upset, and they're going, no, 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 I'm not going to have this. We're not going to have this so much that we're going to stop the buses at the county line, and we're going to turn you back because you're not coming here. But yet, even though that it's a problem and they know it, they're still not going to change who they vote for, and they're going to keep voting for the same people. Well, I say uh, let cities like San Francisco uh, fall into the pits of hell. Not one damn dime to any of these fools. Same goes with Portland. Same goes with Seattle. Same goes with Chicago. And I would venture also that it's time for average Americans to just stay the hell out of those cities until they get their act together, to be quite honest. Rob, I appreciate the phone call. And particularly Kansas City. I'm telling you, I live in Kansas City. And I'm saying you need to boycott Kansas City. The mayor of Kansas City has gone against the state of Missouri. The state of Missouri says you can't be a minor and get sex change surgery. Kansas City has made itself into a sanctuary. Boycott Kansas City. I don't even care that I live here. Don't come here. Come to Johnson County and see me. Just don't go to Kansas City. Let's take a break and come back. It's Rob Carson Show. Yeah. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland, chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is, and by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. I hope that you have a uh, wonderful weekend. Mother's Day weekend. Uh, moms are uh, are women, and women are biologically born women. And uh, there you go. I mean, you can be a mom. My mom was my mom. My, my adopted mother was my mom. She, uh, she was the person who raised me. My biological mother gave me up for adoption, which is fine. I thank you for having me, but, uh, but I have a mother and I have a mom. And so uh, I celebrate both of them this weekend on uh, Mother's Day weekend. So there you go. And, and you want to know what the number one uh, gift that women want? With women, women who are mothers, you know what the number one thing that they want is? Is it flowers? No, 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 no. Is it a little, uh, a little spa treatment? Nope, 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 nope. It's, uh, it's to be left the hell alone. That, that's what it is. That's literally, that's what the women want. They want to be left alone just for the weekend. Just let me have what I do, what I do, and uh, leave me the hell alone. So give the gift that keeps on giving. Leave her the hell alone this weekend. <laughs> anyway, uh, I want to I uh, just, when Joe Biden became the president of the United States, I said that the SS Titanic sailed. 
Joe Biden would not have been elected president had it not been for uh, the FBI and CIA now, apparently, being involved in shutting down the Hunter Biden laptop story, uh, using big social media uh, uh, with the COVID emergency, uh, getting a half a billion dollars in Zuckerbucks, changing election laws around the country. Joe Biden would not be president if all of those things hadn't happened. I can say that unequivocally, particularly the first part of that, which is the FBI shutting down an investigation into Hunter Biden's laptop and then lying about its authenticity and getting people to sign on to a, a letter that would be used in a debate to end the discussion of Hunter Biden's laptop and all the illegality featured inside of it. Joe Biden would not be the president without the help of some bad actors in the deep state making it so. Never forget. Never forget that. Never forget today with what Joe Biden and the Democrat Party is doing in our country to our southern border. Thousands of Americans are being killed, murdered, raped, children sold into sex slavery, being drug mules, drug kingpins being made billionaires, I can go on and on and on. But when the SS Titanic sailed after a, an election that many people feel was, with evidence, was not fair, we ha- are on the Titanic. You and I are on that ship. Not because we want to be. It's because we have to be. And like the Titanic, the Titanic, if you knew this, when the Titanic set sail... The coal bunkers, several of them, were on fire in the belly of the ship. The coal bunkers were on fire. They couldn't put them out. You can't bring in all that water to put that out. It won't suffocate on itself. So they literally had to fight the fire or at least hold it at bay while the ship sailed on its maiden voyage. And, by the way, you could see in pictures of the hull it was buckling. We're that fire. We're the fire in the belly of the SS Titanic, And we're going to take this. We're going to take it down. And we're going to get out. And we're going to let Democrats sink with it. And we're going to save our country. And we're going to sail off into the distance. And I know that it gets very frustrating. And we see what's happening on the border today. And you cannot believe that this is happening to our country. Just keep it in your mind. Never forget. Have the same passion that Chip Roy did last night when he was talking to Rob Schmidt on Newsmax. He's a liar. That sanctimonious son of... Yeah, that sanctimonious son of a bitch. He's talking about Alejandro Mayorkas. Welcome to come down to Texas. Talk to all of the moms who have lost their children to fentanyl. All of the people and the families who have lost in the school district in which I live in Hayes County and southwest of Austin. Talk to those parents who have lost their kids. The 72,000 Americans who have died from fentanyl poisonings. How about the 856 migrants who have died along the border? And that guy comes up and he has the audacity to do this when he lied about Border Patrol agents and he just casually dismisses that lie? Look, that guy doesn't know what he's walking into. But Texas is going to start dealing with this. We passed a law here out of Congress, which is the best security bill that we've ever passed. But I'm not sure I give a crap. Texas needs to stand up and fight this. I'm calling on the governor, the lieutenant governor, and the legislature in Texas to do their damn job to actually defend the state of Texas. And it's time to say no to the agencies of the federal government if they won't do their job. It's time to say no. Nonsense. We're not going to play along anymore. Let's go to Bob in Baltimore. Hello there, Bob. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Yes, hello. 
Rob, good to talk with you again. And yes. in the last half hour, you had a segment on of people in Chicago where there were black people who were very vociferous against what they were facing and had to have perpetrated against them with this immigration situation and accommodating these illegals. Uh, they, I'm very glad that they were as alert as they were and as, as outspoken as, and resisting this as they are, because one of the things that is not always mentioned is that they, the black population, are ones who suffer under this, because what happens is when these people come in illegally, they lower the wage rate. And and the people who need to have wages, the people whom that affects are the ones, the black people in our in our cities who, who so desperately need to have uh, opportunity and uh, uh, jobs and to have a sustainable level of income. When Donald Trump was campaigning, you might remember, he said very strongly to the black people in one of his campaigns, what have you got to lose? And yeah. once yeah. he was president, he did everything he could to insist that businesses return to the United States that had left our shores for productive purposes and to come back under favorable conditions. And the black population uh, responded marvelously and, and tremendously. Uh, their unemployment rate was the lowest in 50 years, as we know, and the participation in the labor force was as high as it ever was. So that shows that they have they have the, the spirit to do those things, and it's being destroyed again. Bob, let me, let me ask you this, because uh, I'm very familiar with Baltimore. Obviously, our anchor station is WCBM. I used to uh, spend a lot of time in Baltimore. I lived in the Washington, D.C. area, but I chose to actually spend most of my time in Baltimore, the Inner Harbor, at baseball games, football games, Fort McHenry, uh, Little Italy, the whole deal. Uh, I, I spent all my time there. I loved it. I loved uh, Baltimore. And, and then you, you said of, uh, of black people when Donald Trump said, what have you got to lose? Baltimore is now seeing what they have had to lose, haven't they? Well, it's been on decline, uh, and it's gotten so bad under, I think, something like 53 years of Democrat control, Rob, yeah, that there are now people who will not go into Baltimore. The nice Inner Harbor area there in the 1980s when they, when they built the Harbor Place pavilions, there are two of them that, that uh, are perpendicular to one another that, that uh, grace the shoreline of the Inner Harbor. They are, are experiencing vacancies. Uh, crime is up. I think it's uh, just with with carjackings and uh, and uh, it's it's no longer crime in the city. It's it's what I would call a climate of lawlessness. The crime was bad enough, but it's now uh, where lawlessness is predominating, and it's it's more pathological and it's taken hold and uh, it's it's that bad. I think we have to see it in that light. So. Uh, there's there there needs to be I would say a, a strong ethic of civility civilization and uh, and uh, effort on our part because they're not incidents anymore it's it's an entire Marxist system that is is taking hold in our cities and across the nation. Absolutely, Bob. I appreciate your phone call. I remember going with my son. Uh, we'd go out to the Inner Harbor, and if you ever seen the Inner Harbor, it's it's just really neat. There's uh, there's this really cool building. It's got the Hard Rock Cafe. I'm not crazy about Hard Rock. And there's a big bookstore, and it's this old factory. And then there's a there was an old submarine there. You could get tours on. It was a U-boat actually. And then there was the USS Constitution, which was pretty amazing. And then off of the distance, you'd see Fort McHenry and and my family would walk around there, and we'd go and we'd have lunch or whatever. I'd take my son down, and we'd go see uh, 
uh, see a baseball team, see the Orioles at Camden. It was beautiful. And I got to tell you, that was 12 years ago, and I, I would be very reticent about, uh, about going in. And it's just terrible. It's, uh, it's terrible. I remember in Kansas City when the Black Lives Matter thing was happening, there was this, uh, and, and, uh, and then COVID, all the nonsense. There's this wonderful place called the Plaza in Kansas City, lighted up for Christmas every year. And I remember going down in the height of COVID, and it was all shut down, and there were people only being allowed to go in to businesses one at a time. or what. It was just stupid. And then off of this, spray-painted on a wall is a fist with Black Lives Matter on it. And I said, I'm done with Kansas City. I'm done with it until they pull their heads out of their rear ends. And now we see Kansas City, the mayor of Kansas City, this moron, uh, he has decided to make Kansas City a sanctuary for children to have their genitals mutilated. That's it. I'm done. Get a new mayor. I'm boycotting Kansas City. And it sucks because I live here. I chose to live here. I'm done. And, and it's time that you started saying no to uh, these municipalities. It's time you say no to these politicians. It's time that you say, I'm not going to hire illegals. Sorry, go back to wherever you came from. Sorry, if you came across this border surreptitiously, I'm not going to hire you. Go back across. Get back in line. Bye bye We don't have to take this crap. Let's go to John in Hamilton. Hello there, John. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Okay, how you doing? Good. Uh, first off, the submarine was the USS Torsk. Yes. And it sunk the last Japanese freighter in World War II. The uh, sloop of war was the Constellation. The Constellation. I said the Constitution, didn't I? (laughs) Sorry, John. It's been a while since I've been there. (laughs) Right. But I want to get to my main point. Under immigration law, the only thing you can go for asylum is either political or religious. These migrants are going for economics. Let's look at the country. Chile, Marxist. Venezuela, Marxist. Nicaragua was Marxist, and then that woman came in, and Ortega came back. Uh, Guatemala, Marxist. Well, has become and Brazil has become uh, leaning towards Marxism because they had a stolen election too. Right, Mexico. That's all socialist and Marxist. The government from the that goes back to the twenties. Yeah, their gross national product forty percent by the oligarchs don't even get to the people. I know. I know, so John. I am asking this question: What moral? imperative does the United States have to have to take in people from their own country where they made poor decisions of who they elected? Well, what do you, I'm not sure exactly what you mean. What I'm saying is they elected these Marxists. They weren't overthrown yeah. in these countries I mentioned. That is an economic choice you have to live with yeah. or change yeah. the government. What is your opinion? All right. Um, well, you know what? I, and I appreciate your phone call, John. Um, 
I'm not sure what the end of uh, it was, but I will tell you that if I were the president of the United States, uh, I would, uh, my first day in office, call the president of Mexico, and I would say, you have two weeks to close that border. If you do not close it by Friday, the end of business day, two weeks from today, uh, we are going to cease all trade and travel with Mexico. Every single dime of it. Every single bit of it. Done, done, done. Then we tell them uh, that we are sending in special forces. We are going to paint targets on the manufacturers and distributors of these illegal drugs. We are going to blow up mansions. We are going to blow up uh, facilities that make them. We have the intelligence. It's a lot easier than going after bin Laden. And we effectively declare war on the cartels. This all ends. This all ends. In the meantime, what do we do? We hold those who are doing this accountable. And that means starting with impeachment proceedings for the DHS secretary, and then we move up from there. Let's take a break and come back. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. They shut down your kid's school. They forced them to wear masks. They taught them CRT and radical transgender nonsense. Now Mama Bear and Papa Bear are pissed. It's The Rob Carson Show. So the uh, Marine veteran involved in the chokehold death of Jordan Neely, uh, Marine Daniel Penny, was arrested uh, and uh, charged in the death of second-degree manslaughter. He's been released on a $100,000 bond. Um, He's already, as of yesterday afternoon, he had a, uh, it wasn't GoFundMe because GoFundMe is a... uh, uh, leftist organization that censors conservatives when they're in need. It really does. GoFundMe does. So they're on another one. It is Give, Send, Go. Give, Send, Go, and uh, as of yesterday, it's about $140,000 in it. And uh, and I think that uh, uh, we need to, if you can, uh, help to support him. That would be uh, great. Uh, this uh, this man was uh, on, a, on a subway in New York City when uh, this uh, Jordan Neely came on. Jordan Neely had been arrested uh, 42 times including three times for assault, including one time attempting to kidnap a seven-year-old girl. Uh, one of the people he slugged was a 67-year-old woman who suffered a broken nose and fractured orbital bone when she was knocked to the sidewalk. He was on the subway ranting about he didn't care if he died. This Marine uh, grabbed him with the help of a couple of other people, including a person of color, to hold him down. Uh, once he had left consciousness, uh, they uh, let him lie there on the floor until the authorities arrived he died at the hospital they're saying it was a compression injury although he was self-medicating with synthetic weed synthetic weed is called k2 it makes you uh unpredictable uh frequently violent and psychotic and uh sorry for me not shedding a tear for the man who had 42 prior arrests who existed solely essentially to uh to scare people, uh, injure people, and whatnot. And I will tell you that uh, I support this man, and I think most of America supports this man. And one of the reasons being is that all of these protests that are supposedly going on, they are being bought and paid for by George Soros and others. All of this is an attempt to create another uh, George Floyd, but I hate to tell you, this is not the Floyd you're looking for. In the words of Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, he is not the dude. But you know, something very similar happened in uh, 
in uh, San Francisco. I don't know if you know about this, but uh, something similar happened in San Francisco. A new low for San Francisco. A cleaver-wielding uh, convict terrorized BART train passengers trapped in underwater tunnel in by pacing up and down the train, then threatening them, and then actually slashing a man in the back. So this guy was doing the same thing. Nobody stepped up. Nobody stepped in. Nobody tried to stop anything from happening. And what happened? Somebody ended up getting slashed. Now, when I told you that I was on an airplane years ago, right before 9-11 with my son, and uh, my this guy got why why is oh, it that, oh, that, that this guy uh, this guy got up he uh, he started pounding another passenger uh, I felt as somebody who was on the plane the only thing that I could do would be to uh, to stop this person so I got a bunch of other people on the plane to gather around this guy until they could turn the plane around and we successfully did that. And I will tell you that even though I am not uh, uh, I am not a martial artist or anything like that, uh, if that man would have tried to do anything else on that plane, I would have twisted his freaking head off. I don't care. Because there's a point where you go, uh, you know what? You are a victimizer. That's what you are there for. That's what you do. And this man stepped forward with others on the train and said, enough is enough is enough. They don't have guns. They've been disarmed in New York. So there's nothing else you can do. So this man did the right thing. And he took down this danger to the other people on the subway. And Fat Alvin, the, uh, the DA, who is uh, not long for his job, hopefully, uh, Fat Alvin, of course, is going after this guy. And it's going to do a face plant. But in San Francisco, that happened. Uh, on the other side of the uh, of the break here, I want to. I don't know if I have time to do this right now. Uh, I've got some great audio from uh, the the great Michael Savage from Newsmax last night. But this guy in uh, in San Francisco, same thing. Charles Johnson arrested in West Oakland, one o'clock in a connection with a stabbing which occurred. He was booked into Santa Rita Jail on uh, on assault with a deadly weapon and robbery. Tempted to steal a victim's backpack, then uh, went after other people. Ultimately, used a meat cleaver on someone, and that's what happens when you don't have a marine. Anyway, more audio of that coming up. And your calls welcome at 800-922-6680. Last hour of the Rob Carson Show right ahead. Don't go anywhere. Dissent is not disinformation. It's the Rob Carson Show. So every 10 minutes, a downtown San Francisco Target worker sees a theft. Did you know that? This is hitting home for, uh, you know, suburban uh, women. Uh, yeah, Target. When Target's uh, going to hell in a handbasket, that's, that's when things are going to get bad. Uh, while multiple products such as deodorant are under lock and key at the uh, Metreon uh, Mall, Target and security guards in Bryce Vest, Vite Vest wonder the store, thieves are not deterred. They take food, nail polish, liquor bottles, aluminum foil, which they use to smoke fentanyl. San Francisco saw a 40% rise in overdose deaths from January through March. Uh, it looks like uh, now homeless people are going in just eating food off the shelves and leaving things there. This is dystopia. This is the end of civilization. This is the end of your city. 
if you live in San Francisco. Michael Savage has been living in uh, in San Francisco Open for what, drug dealing 50, by illegal- 50 years. Here is uh, Michael Savage talking on Newsmax last night about San Francisco uh, uh, going to hell in a handbasket and with Joe Biden as the president accelerating the pace. The fact is it's not dying because of high costs. It's dying at a faster rate than Detroit because of idiotic progressive politicians who permit open-air drug dealing by illegal immigrants, cater to the violent vagrants, and demonize business owners and shoppers, calling them capitalist pigs. These idiot supervisors spend their time talking about defunding police, abolishing rent, abolishing prisons, and demanding that if a store opens, they must provide of free housing as well. Rob, the city is dying at a faster rate than Detroit did. They're killing it. It has nothing to do with the high cost of living. There's so much more to be said. It's a double whammy, Rob, at the border and in the cities. If someone said this is a conspiracy, you'd say they're crazy. I'm not so sure. Yeah, and by the way, I I told you the Democrats, what they like to do is they like to make a mess and then rub your face in it. So they make a mess at the border, and then they rub your face in it and say it's your problem or the reason why you don't want people to come across the border is because you hate brown people. Uh, You know, they make a mess, and they rub your face in it. That's what they do. And as far as San Francisco is concerned, uh, let it die on the vine. You know, do do yourself a favor. Uh, if you're planning on going to San Francisco for whatever, say no. Just I'm not going to go. Let them die on the vine. Uh, let them descend into whatever they want to do. But don't uh, don't go there. Basically, that's that's what you got to do. Send a message. Make San Francisco Bud Light. Here's a little bit more of uh, Michael Savage in Washing number one and rigged elections in the with why with why San Francisco has not uh, changed its leadership to save itself. Why why is it that, that that nobody votes against this? How is it that these cities continue? How do people walk outside, look at this, and say, "I'm going to still vote Democrat"? brainwashing number one and rigged elections in the city number two it's a one-party system that's right illegal aliens vote in our elections do i have to say any more than nancy pelosi Hmm. lives in the city do i have to say any more than diane feinstein who doesn't even know what city she is in lives in the city these two women let this city die at their feet they did nothing to stop it they're the most powerful governmental figures in the state they did nothing so you can blame the you know the little guys, supervisors, but they could have stepped in a long time ago. I've loved this city since I moved here in 74, Rob. Most people I know will not go over the bridge anymore to a restaurant. Yeah, right. They won't walk right. around in that city, Rob. It's I left my heart in San Francisco. is becoming a literal nightmare. Yeah, that's happening all over the country, by the way. Places like Baltimore, where I used to go all the time. It is uh, remarkable. There's some cities that are fighting it off, like uh, Miami. Miami's kicking butt. They got a strong police force. They got a good governor, a uh, good mayor there. They're making it into the capital of America. Let's go to Diane in New Hampshire. Diane says that she supported Trump in 2016 and then voted for Biden in 2020. Let's get her thoughts today. Hi, Diane. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Hi, Rob. I just, I like a lot of listeners, I just happened to tune in when I heard what you said that Biden. The only reason he is president is because uh, somehow the FBI or the DOG was trying to help him and cover up for his family. Well, immediately what popped in my mind was, no, Donald Trump is the reason Joe Biden got to be president. And, and I what? know... Why do you say that, Diane? Why do you say that? I say that because, well, going from my own experience, I have always... Um, in New Hampshire, we can vote uh, on primary day and choose our party. 
Well, I've always been a Republican, but of late, in the last few years, I've changed to independent. But anyway, be that as it may, um, so I agreed that when when Trump became president, I was embarrassed to say I was a Republican, and so I went independent. And so I I have to admit, I kind of lean toward Republican. I always vote that way. But, you know, I I wanted to give Trump a chance. I wanted to give... um, Oh, uh, the the guy from Utah, uh, Mitt Romney. I wanted to give him a chance. I voted for him. He didn't make it. I thought, businessman, that's a good deal. So I gave them a chance. But then he just went wacko off the rails. And I'm surprised people didn't see that. I mean, just from a good manners point. And I know that you can have good presidents that don't have good manners. But it was just, I, I think it's been the death of our country. I mean, uh, it gives everyone permission to be their bad self. Who are you talking about? Who, who, who is that? I mean, you voted for oh. Joe Biden, so what's going on in the country right now? Oh, uh, well, that's that's on you, not on me. So why no, is it no, better no, than Trump? No. Why, why is it? No, why, no, 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 no. Why did you vote for Joe Biden? And why is the problems of the country not your problem for voting for Joe Biden if you believe the election was legitimate? Because he is a decent man. Basically. Oh, dear God in heaven, are you serious? Well, you know, I, I admit, Rob, I admit, I don't. Diane, you think that uh, you think that Joe Biden, with his millions of dollars coming in, uh, creating LLCs, selling influence, you think this man, whose son is a crack addicted prostitute monger that wrangles for him and sells his influence, and have, by the way, impregnated a stripper, Joe Biden has nothing to do with the child. You think that Joe Biden is a good and decent person? You know, Rob, I know that you have a job to do. Your show, it's entertainment. And I know. No, no, no. And, and now I realize that after listening to uh, Rush Limbaugh through the years and Howie Carr, and I loved listening to their shows, but y'all have a different business. And your job is to throw up the shit. Oh, no, 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 no. Now, Diane, now listen, I, I, wrote for, I wrote for Rush Limbaugh for 20 years, and this is an, yeah. old, this is an old trope, and nothing against you, Diane. It's an old trope. Uh, if you disagree with them, you immediately think that, uh, oh, yeah, Rush Limbaugh's an entertainer. He doesn't mean what he says. Diane, you're absolutely oh, no. incorrect. Rush Limbaugh no. said everything. He said everything that I say on the show that I believe. I do not make stuff up. I do not do bombast for bombast's sake. So let's just get that out of the way. Okay, and but I think this Democrat thing is a trope too, a Trump, a trope or whatever you call it. But you know, and I just wanted to focus on that one thing that just struck me that way. And I just have a feeling there's other people that it just struck them that way. And uh, sometimes we decide to call in whether we have all the facts or not. Like I could keep quiet and but know that you're no, no. right about a lot of things, but well, I'm I not going to be quiet anymore. Okay, great. Diane, what I'm telling you here is, what do you think of the, the state of the country right now since Joe Biden took uh, office? Well, it has been, uh, it needs improvement for years. And it's a shame that we couldn't have done better on this immigration stuff. But it's like other things come up and they seem more important. And the, do, you, the do, you hold, do you hold the Biden administration uh, responsible for opening the southern border when Donald Trump had it sealed? No, absolutely not. That's just a mess. You know, I, you know, I didn't get upset at Trump until he started separating these kids. And I, you know, okay, well, that's, from what that's, I saw on the news. 
Then what but, I'll tell you, and I understand, I understand. Let me let me tell you, um, I do appreciate you calling. I do. Um, and what I'm here to do, and, and you, you have your opinions and all that, uh, what I'm here to do is inform you as to why you might want to rethink some of the things. You talk about the separation of children. Uh, there, that was happening at the border, and Donald Trump basically said, you can send your kids, but we're not going to allow you. So that stopped them from sending their kids. That's yes. what that was all. It did. It effectively stopped that. What we have now is we have hundreds of thousands of children being sent to the border, being brought across the border, being given sponsors, uh, being, uh, and many of these sponsors are affiliated with the drug lords. They're not doing follow-up, and these children are being sold into being drug mules or being prostituted until their parents or they can pay off the debt to the drug lords. Did you know that, Diane? Yes, and I'm aware of that, and you're certainly right about that. And so I I know that they have to be tough. And, like, lately, since uh, the this thing has opened up today, uh, possibly, I heard uh, people kind of criticizing, uh, oh, whoever's the head of that, that, oh, it's so harsh. But I, I have changed my mind about uh, them um, people applying before they get here at the door, that they've got to do that because we've got to be able to handle them. And okay. we can't handle them, and it's been a disaster, and it's been a disaster for a long time. And I'm Diane, not wait, who, who are you going to vote? For, who are you going to vote for in 2024? Are you going to vote for Joe Biden again, if provided he can actually run? Lord help me, if he is the only one running against a, a crazy person, I will vote for Joe, Joe Biden. Yes, I will. And, right. and also, well. I being 71. I've got a lot of more respect for age and uh, wisdom, and uh, I know that sometimes we get our words mixed up and we get confused, but I think there's a lot to be said for wisdom, age wisdom. You think, anyway. you think Joe Biden has wisdom? What, what has he done that is wise since he took office? Uh, I think, uh, well, I'm not sure, but... You know, in the Bible, there's that scripture that even a fool seems wise if he keeps his mouth shut. And I've often said that about Donald Trump. And so maybe, oh, maybe so you're, uh, okay. Joe goes about his work quietly. Oh, you know, uh, All right. Uh, Diane, I greatly appreciate your phone call. Uh, I hope you will continue listening to the show. Um, well, Rob, you know what? I will. I appreciate it's it. an yeah. interesting show. All right. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you joining me. Um, and when Diane, what I'll do is, you know, it would be easy for me to jump on that you don't, you know, you don't have a, an understanding of this. And and, and uh, there are a lot of people who think that Donald Trump is rude or offensive or whatever. Um, I would tell you that I would rather vote for rude and offensive than the destruction of the country and what the hell the country has become in the last two years. I can understand. Uh, that's just it. That's just. I appreciate your call. Thank you, Diane. Bye, bye, bye. Um, uh, I was trying to tell. I was talking to my producer, not Diane. Um, what did Donald Trump do to inspire all the hate starting with his coming down the escalator? What did he do? What did he do? Did he say anything racist? Did he not hire people because they were Jewish or black? Or was he an engine of economic growth in uh, business? Uh, did he create businesses, build buildings? Uh, did he employ people? Did he work with Jewish people and black people? <clears throat> was he celebrated by the media and all that? And then all of a sudden, the left went after him. And they, t they impeached him for nothing months into his presidency. And for seven years, he was pummeled 
pummeled, pummeled, pummeled. And a lot of people just listened to the talking heads and said, oh, I'm so offended by Donald Trump and his tweets that they would rather have the country go to hell in a hand basket than having a guy who thinks that maybe he's a little rude. Donald Trump ushered in the lowest black unemployment, lowest Hispanic unemployment, he, uh, the highest number of women in the workforce. He moved Israel. He, 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 he made Jerusalem the capital of Israel. He got rid of Roe v. Wade. And if you're still going to vote for Joe Biden right now, if you still want to vote for Joe Biden, considering the absolute bleep show that he has created in this country, then God be with you. You go right ahead. Because uh, you can live in that world. We're not living there anymore. And I would, I would just ask that you stop speaking in bumper stickers and saying Donald Trump mean and think that's a reason to vote for somebody and a party who wants to blow up the country. I don't think there's any. And I asked a question. I said, what, what is good and decent about Joe Biden? What makes him a man of character? No answer. No answer. Joe Biden is a scumbag. His family are scumbags. Donald Trump lost a billion dollars of his own money as the president. He never enriched himself. But for seven years, the media has pummeled him and want to know the ultimate victory. And I'm not making this about vote for Donald Trump. I'm just saying, after seven years of constant haranguing by the media and convincing people like Diane that Donald Trump is worse than Joe Biden, CNN has the evil Donald Trump. 97% of the press coverage is bad. CNN ends up having the best ratings in years. If they invited Joe Biden to a town hall, nobody would watch. Joe Biden's town hall on the day that he announced his candidacy with Kamala Harris. You want to know how many people watched it in a country of 330 million people? 1,800. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. It's The Rob Carson Show. I do appreciate Diane in New Hampshire for calling the show. I really do. But uh, if, honestly, if Diane, and uh, Diane, if you haven't even figured out that uh, Joe Biden's brain is not working, uh, then I don't know, I don't even know where to start as far as educating people as to what's going on in the country, as far as the uh, southern border being wide open. It was sealed when Donald Trump was a president. Uh, since Joe Biden has taken office, we have the highest inflation we've had in 40 years. We've got, now they're saying that uh, home interest rates could go to 8.4%, maybe even higher. Uh, you got people who can barely afford to feed themselves. You got an open border. You got a fentanyl uh, issue. You got a president of the United States who literally made ten million dollars from agencies from uh, from foreign business dealings in China, in Romania, among others. They created dozens of LLCs. Then also, Diane, uh, Diane, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Joe Biden literally. Uh, have you seen Hunter Biden's laptop with all the prostitutes and the crack and the illegal guns and all the business records? that show that Hunter Biden was involved in selling influence. And, Diane, did you realize the FBI had that in 2019? And the FBI knew that it was legitimate. They knew it was a news story. They knew that it was gigantic. They knew that it could throw the election. And the FBI literally worked with social media to shut down the story before the election. Shut it down. And then they went before a debate, got 51 intel officials 
to uh, to uh, sign off and say that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation, even though the FBI knew it was real. And Joe Biden cited that false document during a debate. And that's your president, Diane. So, you know, if you if you feel comfortable with that, watch the country continue to dissent and realize I didn't have anything to do with it. But people who voted for Joe Biden and support his policies and don't realize the kind of person he is, it's not on me. Let's go to, uh, who, who do we got on the phone? I apologize. Uh, Todd, Todd and Glenn Burney. Hello, Todd. Welcome to the show. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, Rob. How you doing, bud? Good. What's up? Hey, um, oh, man, th- this Deborah character, Diane or whoever Diane it was, is, oh, my God, I fell out of my chair listening to her talk. But anyway... Yeah. What I what I called in for was, I have a solution to the problem at the border. I said this 20 years ago on the Less Consolving show, God rest his soul. Um, what you do, you put the, the army up on the border. Anybody that crosses the border, you shoot them. Done. Yeah. In a day, it will be done. Yeah. And I know that's not going to be popular to a lot of people, but that's how you solve it. What I what I suggested, Todd. That's that's not that's not realistic, but I will tell you. Uh, did you hear my solution about using the military and telling Mexico end it or we stop all trade and travel? Yes. Yeah. That would that would end it a lot quicker. That would end it a lot quicker. Todd, I appreciate you, man. I, I love your show. All right, bro. Take it easy. Yeah, you know, yeah, you just can't shoot people. You know. You can't. You know, you'd kind of like to when they steal a bunch of stuff from your Walgreens or whatever, but you can't. Um, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll see, guys. All I can tell you is that uh, stay, uh, please stay informed. Don't, uh, don't vote ignorantly. Uh, you know, pay attention. Um, it, honestly, if you're more uh, concerned about Donald Trump and his rude tweets than uh, the southern border being open and 70,000 people dying of fentanyl overdoses while your children are being told that they can cut off their genitals when they're prepubescent, then you vote for that. You, you continue that ignorance. You live in that bliss. But someday you're going to wake up and go, what the hell was I thinking? Let's take a break. Come back. Wrap it up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, check out my TV show, Rob Carson's What in the World. Go to NewsmaxTV.com slash listen, America's most trusted news source right now. Newsmax, baby. God bless you. Have a glorious weekend till Monday. Don't catch the stupid. Did you hear that?